how do we know it's all going to work out in the end? How do we know that there's going to be a happy ending? Is there always going to be challenges? Is that just the way life is going to play out? At the end of last week's Pasha, Yosef's in a pit, and it seems like there's no future, no hope. Not only is he in a pit for a considerable, he's in a pit for 12 years. The beginning of the Pasha, he starts in a pit. His brothers throw him in a pit. And at the end of the Pasha, he's in a pit again. And I heard a beautiful thing from last week's Pasha that at the beginning of the Pasha, when he's in the first pit and his brothers throw him in the pit, it says that the bar rake ain't by mine, that the pit was empty and there was no water in there. Rashi says, what? But there were snakes and scorpions. So which one was it? Was it empty or was it not empty? Was there, was there snakes and scorpions? Well, the snakes and scorpions in it, then it's not empty. I heard a beautiful explanation. It was Yosef. Yosef was the one that was communicating. He was the one that was saying, bar rake ain't by mine. Yosef was in a pit with snakes and scorpions, but was able to recognize and see well, at least there's no water. If there was water, I would die. And that was Yosef's entire perspective in life. He's in a pit in Egypt. At 18 years old, his, his brothers sell him. And he's at the top of everything. He's an Ishmaelia, like we mentioned last week. He is a successful man in the house of Potiphar. He rises the ranks. Everything is under his control. And then, quickly, Hashem literally pulls the rug from out of under him. When Potiphar's wife tries to be with him. And again, he's thrown into a pit. As soon as he gets to the second pit in the prison, in the dungeon in Egypt, again, Ishmael Sliach is a successful man. Yosef, you would think every, Yosef would be the most depressed person. And not only that, he's in the pit for 12 long years. You think Yosef's depleted. The end of last Pasha, it seems like there's no hope. It seems like no matter what, he's in a pit. But then we start and open up this week's Pasha. And in this week's Pasha, Pharaoh has a dream. And all of a sudden, the butler, after two years of completely forgetting about Yosef, Yosef put his faith in the butler. And the butler forgets about him. All of a sudden, Yosef, Pharaoh has two very significant dreams. There are seven fat cows and seven skinny cows. And the seven skinny cows devour the seven fat cows. There are seven fat sheaves and seven skinny sheaves. And the skinny sheaves of grain eat, consume the fat sheaves. And all the interpreters of the land, Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, the greatest empire of the time, he has access to the greatest resources. And no one seems to satisfy him. Except all of a sudden the butler remembers, well, I, there was an interpreter, but he's in a pit in your dungeon. They take Yosef out clean him. They put on robes. They put on garb. He's been in a prison for 12 years. He's 30 years old now. He's been in there since he was 18 years old. And, and Yosef interprets the dream and he tells them. He tells Pharaoh there's going to be seven skinny years. There's first going to be seven fat years, years of plenty, and then there's going to be seven skinny years of years of famine. And Yosef tells them, right now in the seven fat years, you should be making storehouses so that when the seven skinny years comes, when the difficult times come, there's an economic plan and there's a future and you're investing in the future plan. And the Rebbe asked the question, why was Yosef, why did Pharaoh, and then Pharaoh responds and says, beautiful advice, you are going to be the viceroy of Egypt, answerable only to, answerable only to me. Everyone is answerable to you. The entire great Egyptian empire is now answerable to you. A man that five minutes ago 
you were in a pit for 12 years. Not only that, he tells Yosef, you are going to be in charge of this economic plan that you have devised. What if Yosef had the chutzpah to tell Pharaoh what he should be doing with his, with his great empire and the fact that Pharaoh received it? And what was so great about Yosef's advice? Fat cows, skinny cows, it's not so revolutionary. And there were other sorcerers that also had very similar advice. But there was one thing that they couldn't understand. What they didn't understand, how could they be fat cows, skinny cows at the same time? They couldn't understand how Parai could have fat cows and skinny cows. So Yosef, it wasn't advice, it was an interpretation. He was telling Parai, in the fat years, you are going to be investing during the fat years to ensure that in the skinny years, you will also be a great empire and have economic wealth like never before because the entire world is going to need you because you have invested in the fat years. I'm in Israel now and I was in Israel in the summer. It was very heartbreaking. The Jewish people were not united. Now you walk on the streets and every bus sign, every bus on the highway, there are signs everywhere on every street corner. The Yachananatzeach. Together we will, united, we will overcome. We will be victorious. And sometimes it feels like we're only, we're only united right now because of mysterious nefesh. We're only united because we have no choice because the whole world hates us. But what's going to happen in the next few weeks when this war is over very soon? Mashiach obviously has to be here. Everyone's going to be fighting again, arguing again. What do we do with Gaza, occupation, Bibi Netanyahu? They're going to probably send him to be to court. What happened? Are you responsible for this? There's going to be division again. There's going to be fighting. How do we change that? How do we ensure that in the, in the times, in every other time, when, when, it was, when we're not all united and everything, everyone is so together and the Jewish people are, have never been more one, I think definitely not in my lifetime, definitely not in my parents' lifetime, we've never been more united than we are now. How do we ensure that the good times that we're in right now, the strength that we have, is going to continue, even when it's not a time where everyone is overtly hating us on the streets? And this is the message. This is the secret. Right now, when it's good, relatively good, there's so much pain that we have, but the good is that we're united. How do we ensure that in the fat years, it, we will ensure that in the skinny years, when there's different opinions that are going to come up, also then, when we are victorious, because at the end of the day, in the summer, no one ever thought Hamas was going to come in and do this. We thought we were strong. We haven't had a war for 50 years. We're strong, the Jewish people. Well, like, there's nothing that's going to come that's negative. How are we going to ensure that we are going to maintain this strength? It's when in the good times, in the good times, when times are flourishing, when we are so connected that it's not just a superficial connectedness. We're not just connected to the mysterious nefesh. We create the vessels, and we actually take time to understand each other. It's right now. I'm going to try and understand someone with a different opinion than me. Right now, I'm going to recognize that even when my business is flourishing, I'm going to invest in my family. Even when I'm rising on top and there's fat years and everything is good, I'm going to invest in the things that actually matter. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to forget about those things because inevitably life comes with challenges. 
And if you're only paying attention to yourself rising high, then when things are difficult, there's going to be no one around. We're going to have the same problems time and time again. We don't want to turn in. We don't want to have that cycle again. We don't want to be fighting again, not respecting each other again. That's not, that's not the point. The point is that we need to maintain this strength. And I think it's a message for us. My friend came up to me and said, Hannah, my life is so, so good. I'm worried. I'm like, why? If right now when life is so good, we're investing in our mental health. We're investing in ourselves. We're not just taking the good that's been in our life for granted. And we create kalim, we create vessels to maintain the brachas in our life, to maintain the unity. When they're skinny years, what do you mean? During the times of the skinny years, when there was a famine in all of the earth, in all of the land, Yosef had ensured that the stock market wasn't plummeting down. Egypt was wealthier than it had ever been because in the fat years, he foresaw and he had put in place strategies to ensure that when in the skinny years came, they were going to be flourishing as well. Right now, that Jewish people are so united, they invest in actually loving each other, not just in a way of Mr. Nefesh, that we have no choice but to love each other. But when we're Nanatseach, very soon, when we are victorious, we are going to remember that forever we need to be united. Not just when everyone hates us. We always need to love each other. Not only when we are feeling this completion that we feel right now. And I think it's a very, very, very powerful message for life. There can never be bad times. If there is strong foundation in the good times. When there is strong foundation, there is no bad things that can ever happen for Yosef. You would think that there was no good. There was no end. Yosef comes out and he's a viceroy of Egypt. The story not just, it's like the complete, it's like the best, the best thing ever happened out of the most difficult times. It seems like, how could that ever happen? It's so opposite. It's so contradictory. How could there be so much good after such terrible times? Because Yosef's entire life was fat years. There was no skinny years in Yosef's life. Because in his entire mindset is that, Borek aim by Mayim. They're even when there's Nechashim Vakrabim, even when there's snakes and scorpions, even when life is hard, I see the gratitude. I'm grateful. At least, at least I'm not drowning. I see the good. I see that I have amazing families and I have incredible friends and I have so many beautiful talents within me, inside of myself, that I can never falter. The Jewish people, Am Yisrael Chai, when we win this war, the day after our victory, we need to maintain and remember and invest so much now to ensure that we are united forever. I'm Yisrael Chai. Have a beautiful Shabbos.